Good morning, everyone. It's seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's June 17th, 2023. Tommy Galhoff, your morning mayor in the house. Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. Happy to have you with us, Shane, and thank you for being here. Well, I appreciate it because, you know, like every month now, it's a special month. Yeah. <laughs> it is? What's so special about it? <laughs> What is this the month of? I don't know. I was... Well, it's uh, Pride yeah. Month, of course. That's it. Yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I knew you'd know. I knew. You, uh, you know such things. That's it. Well, it's it's, it's it's a big uh, it's a big week here. Uh, we got Father's Day this weekend, Shane, and Juneteenth that's is right. on Monday. Uh, that's of course is uh, a holiday here. Uh, well, uh, we don't celebrate it here in Montana. It's a national holiday, but I don't think anything closes down uh, for Juneteenth here. We, were, we weren't a slave state. Uh, we don't have a huge uh, black population, so I think we just kind of treated it as June 19th. So I don't know. It, it, it's just one of those normal Mondays. Yeah, it's one of those normal Mondays. Well, today is also Bunker Hill Day. It's World Day to Combat Desertification and Drought. Desert, yeah. <laughs> desertification and Drought. So uh, you got that to Which go. Which is a strange reality considering the last three NASA reports and, uh, you know, a report uh, over a year old now from mm-hmm. the UN sites that. Uh, the result of, of uh, forest burnt burns that have occurred both in South America and Europe and in the United mm-hmm. States has resulted in a massive growth of, of grasses, which yeah. basically, you know, <laughs> resulted in more clear air. So the air is clearing because of a, mm-hmm. a, a situation that's uh, resulted from natural uh, burning or, or man burning. Mm-hmm. Um, in areas around the globe, and uh, so you would think that, that science would pay attention. You know, got to believe the science, right, Thomas? Well, you would certainly think so. I mean, come on. Um, well, as, and as we all know, we've talked about this on one of our past podcasts, that uh, the uh, grasses uh, convert, uh, you know, uh, CO2 to oxygen and uh, clean the planet. So. Right. Why? 25, 20, 20, 25 square feet of lawn in your front yard you know, provides all the oxygen required for uh, human for a, a human consumption a day. So you yeah. have a family of four, 100 square feet of grass in front. You, you, you've yeah. done your, boss, mm-hmm. your part. You, you produce, you're producing enough oxygen for your family in your backyard. Yeah. Our few trees have three or four trees out there. <laughs> Do the same thing. Okay. So. Trees help too, yeah. <laughs> well, as I mentioned earlier, it's Father's Day. And uh, Shane, you, of course, are a father. And uh, I wanted to, uh, I found uh, five things that you need to teach your kids. And I'd like your comments on these five things. And uh, you can tell me uh, if you did this with your young'uns. Uh, number one is you teach your children to work. Oh, absolutely. They, they, my my children had chores and responsibilities around the house, starting at five, six, and seven years old, particularly cleaning their room, putting away their clean laundry, making their bed every day. 
And they were both working by the time they were 16. My eldest daughter was in the restaurant business, and my youngest started at uh, Safeway as a cashier at 16. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, I worked in the family business. I didn't have much of a choice. We lived at the business. <laughs> we had a small farm there also. So at 10 years old, I was driving a tractor in the field and driving uh, hay wagons and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I, uh, uh, yeah, they taught us to work uh, at an early age, which was, which was good. Uh, I've always had a pretty good work ethic, I think. And uh, so got me where I am at least, so. Number two. Well, the other thing too is that the other the other one about this that's important is I I didn't pay them an allowance until they were about thirteen. Yeah. I said these are responsibilities that you need to do um, as an adult when you grow up, and uh, you know when you're eighteen, you're on your own. Yeah. But uh, at uh, when they got to be thirteen, and they had more mm -hmm. specific and uh, responsible things that they had to do. And uh, they got an allowance to start out at $5 a week. Well, and, um, you know, right now we live in a society where every everybody gets a trophy, Shane. But number two says, teach your children that life isn't always fair. Well, I was, I was one that spent a lot of time with my children reading and writing and doing with the arithmetic with them, taking the school, picking them up. And they, they were always invo involved in sports because we were, we lived outside a, a, a city. We, we, we were like up the road, not, not in the suburb. So they either took a bus to school or they had to get into, into town by car mm -hmm. with one of us. And uh, so merit became a big thing. If you, if you accomplish this and that, then, <laughs> there's great results. So being involved in kickboxing or dancing or, you know, in the case of one of my daughters, uh, uh, equestrian, you know, uh, competition, uh, they were always busy. I wanted to keep them busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, life isn't always fair, as you'll find out the first time you have a empl employee evaluation that, uh, you know, they do use red pencils in the real world and they will, right. they will, uh, they will treat you unfairly, uh, sometime or other. So, uh, I think you need to know that, uh, you know, you got to teach your kids that, uh, you know, the teachers aren't always fair. Uh, your classmates aren't always fair. Uh, you know, even people, you know, around wherever aren't always fair, but, Number three, uh, you need to teach your children to envision success. Uh, they need to know what it feels like to be successful, and they need to be complimented when they do a job well, and uh, to um, know what success feels like because it will carry them over the speed bumps of life to a successful career. So, yeah, one thing that is really important in a family situation and even this is good advice for people that employ people is that you compliment in public and criticize in private. Mm -hmm. So if there was an issue, uh, you know, that had to be straightened out, I always took uh, whichever daughter it was to their bedroom mm -hmm. and uh, explained to them what was done and what was wrong and, and mm -hmm. what was mm -hmm. the difference between the right and the wrong. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing about it is, is creating that ideal uh, ambition. 
my eldest daughter at seven, uh, because of My Little Pony, you know, in the 80s, fell in love with horses and rode a horse first at a at a carnival at six, and but at seven had her, her first horse. And my other daughter got big into soccer and did exceedingly well. And then she got into designing and making clothing and and um, and makeup and uh, um, boy, movies we love, just mm-hmm. particularly me and my younger daughter. And she ended up uh, falling in love with an actor in a movie and. Said I'm going to meet that guy, and by gosh, she went off to Australia, got in the movie industry, and ended up being on three uh, movies uh, that he was in. It was quite quite cool. She's met some pretty amazing Hollywood types. I'll bet. Yeah. So, well, number four, uh, take your children to church. Uh, it's the only place I know of, Shane, where the rich and the poor sit side by side. That's true. I, you know, our church was every night before they went to bed, and we did prayers and we read the the, the good book. Um, their mother had been risen, raised as a hardened Catholic, so she didn't want to have anything to do with church or, or uh, you know, any kind of discussion of of the Bible or the New Testament. But I, I took it upon myself to do that, and and. Uh, so the important thing is, is they understood what our Lord Christ taught us is that first you need to love yourself, know that you're loved secondly, and that, that God cares for you, and accept that you're you're a sinner and and ask to be forgiven, and then then you got a golden ticket. Yeah. So it, it it was important for them to move from love to understanding uh, that you have to like people, not just love them, but like them, and to forgive people and. Those were the three things that I focused on the most, and uh, I think it turned out really well. I'm I'm quite content. Yeah. Number five, and the last one, uh, spend time with your kids. Uh, I think it's imperative, Shane, when the kids are very young, that they know they can come to you with any problem uh, and know that they're not get not going to get a whipping, not going to get spanked or, you know, abused or talked down to or whatever. But uh, when they get to be 15 and 16 and they're bullied on the Internet, you need to know that. They need to be comfortable coming to you and let you know what's going on. So spending time with them, I know it's tough. You work all day, you come home, you just want to sit in front of the TV and veg and, you know, the kids, uh, you know, go play with your video games or go do this or whatever. But uh, it's really imperative that you spend time with your kids. Hundred percent. And I spent as much time with my children. Uh, we went on trips and uh, spent a lot of time uh, in the car constantly with my eldest daughter, back and forth three, four times a day to to her barn. And and the thing that was really terrific about it is, is they both learned to get up in the morning. And they were excited. As I said, as you all know, I, I'm big on saying, you know, live to work. So that that was a mantra that that I felt was important to teach them. I, I was uh, not a, a real major, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, person of uh, a punishment. I, I I didn't believe in. in you weren't a taskmaster. You know, uh, no, not but myself and my siblings were terribly physically and emotionally abused by our parents. So, I, but I did make a point with both of them uh, before they were six 
when they did something that was, you know, specifically wrong to learn the difference between right and wrong, mm-hmm. uh, you know, took them to their individual rooms and, and explained to them what they had done wrong, why they were in trouble, and, and then let, literally had them sort of, uh, you know, lay over my knee and, and spanked them a couple of times because mm-hmm. I think corporal punishment gets a point across. There, there, if there is a consequence, and there should be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good choices, good consequences, bad choices, bad consequences. That's right. Hey, I, I work for a guy that once uh, told me for uh, for every uh, cold, pr- uh, you give two warm fuzzies for every cold prickly. So that's there you go, works. buddy. That's how it works. So let's take a phone call, get this show underway. 406 522 Talk is the number. 406 522 8255. Call your with the amazing and the award winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. This is Jerry. Hey. It's a great one. Good morning, Jerry. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm just grateful. I'm going to break rule number three that you just mentioned. I'm going to criticize in public. Is that okay? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go can't, for, go I, for I, it. I can't, I, I can't believe what I heard on the way home from Livingston yesterday. Uh, Hannity had a, apparently interviewed uh, the governor um, of California. And it was just the most disgusting thing I've ever heard where Hannity was asking asking questions. And, of course, Newsom was just praising Obama. And obviously, Tom, he missed your statements that the president doesn't create jobs. Yeah. Because Newsom, yeah, Newsom said he created Obama. I mean, Biden created 12 million jobs since he's been in office. Now, I'm thinking to myself, really? I, I don't believe that. Do you? No. Okay. No, I've, and, I've and, said and it before. They don't. They don't create jobs. They don't. Uh, they don't uh, have an effect on unemployment, and they don't affect the stock market. Those three things. Well, nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Newsom didn't uh, doesn't doesn't get that because yeah. he mentioned that that's the lowest unemployment in fifty years, yeah. and that uh, the president of the United mm-hmm. States, Mr. Biden, is a man of character and integrity. And I thought, good mm-hmm. grief. Are you, are you talking about the same guy that's in the White House or, or somebody else? Yeah. And I couldn't understand that. That's why I, I just it just happened to be on the radio. I don't I don't pay attention to Hannity. He's a he's very repetitive. Yeah. I, and another thing, I, I, I couldn't understand something, Tom. How how, how are they going to build a railroad across the Pacific <laughs> to the Indian Ocean? Well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be an AI thing. Uh, artificial intelligence is going to design that, Jerry, and uh, mm-hmm. it'll it'll be a piece of cake. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, is it going to be elevated? But, but of course, the, you know the the, the forty eight hours to, to ride it doesn't make any sense when that's why we have the airplanes, right? Yeah. Well, and guys, is it going to be elevated over the ocean or under the ocean? Well, it's going to have to be a little elevated because of the waves, you know, I mean, and and whales Uh and the porpoises. Yeah, but what about cyclones? Yeah, well, you don't want the porpoises jumping into the side of it, you know, so it's got to be up a little bit. So, So, Jerry, I have a question for you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, I have a question for you. So, after everything we've now learned about the syndicate of the Biden family, and in the last two weeks, um, I'm convinced now that the big guy isn't Biden; it's Obama. It, it, well, it, I mentioned he it. had to know yeah. about all this, and I, I think he right. wanted ten percent because he said, "You guys go do this. I'm okay. We're all in." But I get ten yeah. percent. I think the big guy is Obama. I, that's I, I mentioned. 
I mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's who I think it goes right back to is, is President Obama. But they're going to protect him and protect his legacy. And I do believe that Obama is actually the puppeteer. He, he's the puppeteer. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you remember in, when Biden was talking about uh, firing the uh, the uh, Ukraine prosecutor, uh, the guy said, well, you're not the president. You don't have the authority. He said, call him. <laughs> call yeah. him. He's aware of what I'm doing. You know, he's, right. He wants, he's his, he wants his pound of flesh. Hey, hey, hey gentlemen, did you, yeah, did you hear this uh, Supreme Court decision, unanimous, nine nothing, about the uh, something about our waters? Uh, and the, it was against the EPA, who was overstepping their bounds when it comes to regulation yes. of our waters. Mm-hmm. And yes. the EPA said, we're... We're not going to we're not going to uh, 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 adhere to the uh, Supreme Court's decision. They're, they're, these are rogue agencies. These alphabet people, they're rogue. It's terrible. And one last thing I'd like to mention. I don't know if you heard this story where a a um, outfitter up in um, Gray Falls was uh, had was raided. I guess you mm-hmm. could use that term by the uh, IRS. I don't know if you heard this. Mm-hmm. He was interviewed. Yeah, he was interviewed on Aaron Flint's show, and he pulled into his business, and twenty IRS agents, all in their tactical gear with their long guns and handguns, and one ATF agent, and they never notified the sheriff. Now, I don't know if it's if it's a a courtesy that you notify the sheriff of the county, or it's actual protocol, you know, by rule. But needless to say, he was he was not uh, the sheriff was not notified. And this guy has no idea why they showed up at his front door. But apparently he violated something or they think he did. <laughs> yeah, they show up so, at your door for any reason now, uh, armed and uh, dangerous. So, <laughs> Well, they can show up at my door, Tom. All they're going to get is my little bow and arrow and my slingshot. Well, well there you go. Yeah. Well, the U.S. Oh, Supreme Court. Well, they, they, are, they, are, they are chasing that $1.2 trillion underground, under radar, or below radar, in cash flow. In your economy, that's what they're after. Yeah. Well, well, he also is a gun dealer. He's got an FFL, so there might be Ooh. something going on. Yeah, yeah, there might be going. But but why just one ATF agent and twenty IRS agents? So apparently mm-hmm. something's up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So well, the I U.S. Yeah, the U.S. Supreme Court curtailed the federal government's authority to protect its wetlands from pollution in a decision on Thursday. The court voted only those wetlands with a continuous surface connection to larger streams, lakes, and rivers would come under federal protection. So, and right, the EPA said, "No dice. We're uh, we're going to take over yeah. all wetlands." See what I mean? These yeah. people are rogue, Tom. Oh, they are. are no question. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we found out uh, during COVID, uh, you know, you could shut the country down. No problem. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, free trade, who needs it? Free economy, Boy, not uh, a chance. Talk about fascism and yeah. totalitarianism. We're, we're right in the middle of it. Good yeah. grief. Well, you know, uh, well. You, you know, I, I mean, Trump didn't go after Hillary, Hillary Clinton, and he certainly could have, but yet here's Biden going after Trump. So, yeah. You know. Hey, Tom, is there haze over where you are? There is. Yeah, it was hazy this yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah, and yesterday too, you couldn't even see the crazies. Is there yeah. fires going on? Well, I don't know of any around here, but I know uh, all you can see, all I could see this morning driving in was outlines of the mountains. So. 
that's wow. where we are, you know, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Well, I'm going to have to get my mask back out again. Yeah, I think so, Jerry. I think huh? you're thick, your SOL. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for taking my calls. Have a great I, Father's I, Day, both of you, and uh, enjoy happy the Happy Father's Day, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, sir, but I'm not a dad. Yeah, there you go. Well, you can adopt me, uh, uh, Jerry. <laughs> I gladly will do it, Tom. You're <laughs> my right, new man. son. All right, thanks. man. Take it easy. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, uh, well, uh, I don't know, Shea, there's been so much going on this week. Trump went to trial on Tuesday uh, down in Miami. And, uh, man, uh, big fanfare over that. And uh, federal district judge uh, Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee who sits in the Southern District of Florida, uh, was assigned to oversee the criminal case against the former president and uh, Donald Trump for handling of classified documents at Marlago. And Cannon's assignment drew controversy because of her ruling in an earlier lawsuit in the Southern District of Florida, which Trump filed two weeks after the Federal Bureau raided the Marlago. And uh, she was the one who uh, wanted the special master to look at the documents and whether or not he should have them or not. And I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. What do you think, Shane? Well, the crazy thing about it is she she should recuse herself because of the case we're going to talk about. Because in a decision she made in that case was overturned by the appellate court mm -hmm. and thrown back. And uh, she was ordered by the appellate court to dismiss the case. So she's already in a conflict of interest. That, again, mm -hmm. another example of confusing government. All right. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. When we come back, I've got to talk about Clinton's sock drawer. Uh, you'll, want to hear, you'll want to hear this one. So it's pretty good. So anyway, uh, well, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, we weren't sure we were going to be on the air or not. The thing was down for a while, so it looks like we're on. So uh, we're happy to be here with you. So we will continue with more Tom and Shane right after the news at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It is Saturday. It's June 17th, 2023, Father's Day weekend. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there. Shane Tomlin joins me, uh, a dad himself, of course. And, uh, well, Shane, from our uh, AM 1450 KMMS app on your smartphone, uh, banks and post offices are closed, I guess, on Monday for Juneteenth. And uh, the uh, app is working again, so... <laughs> We're excited. We're excited about that. What do you What do you think? <laughs> Shall I try to call you on Skype? No, because <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> it's KMMS. What more do you want? <laughs> That's all you got to know, Shane. So it's just not. Uh... Well, anyway, I wanted to get back to. Uh... Um, let's see, uh, we got the banks closed and we've also got, uh, from our five things, kids, uh, you know, uh, to make great dads, uh, Ken says, uh, add this one. Life's greatest lesson is failure. That's right. Get up <laughs> when you're knocked down, get back up, Shane. Absolutely. Never give up. Right? Absolutely. Never, never give in, never give up. All right, uh, I got to talk about Clinton's sock drawer because this was uh, published in the uh, in the Wall Street Journal on uh, uh, Thursday, I believe, the fourteenth. I think fourteenth was Thursday. I don't know; it doesn't matter. It was on the fourteenth anyway. So, 
So uh, the thing missing in the uh, indictment against uh, Trump, a 49-page indictment, uh, pretty easy to read. Uh, you know, it's uh, stri pretty straightforward, I guess. But one of the yeah, things typical legalese. Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta you gotta get past all the Latin crap and other stuff. But yeah, other exactly. than that, <laughs> well, uh, the thing that it doesn't cite, the thing that's missing that should be in there, Shane, and the reason it isn't in there is because it it carries no weight at all. Is the Presidential Records Act? It doesn't refer to the President uh, Presidential Records Act at all, and. Um, Trump should have never been raided because the Presidential Record Act allows the president to decide what records to return and what records to keep at the end of the presidency, and the National Archives and Records Administration can't do anything about it. I know this because I'm the lawyer who lost the Clinton sock drawer case. <laughs> so, yeah, so... So he goes on to talk about there were these Clinton tapes in tw uh, 2009. A historian uh, published the Clinton tapes, and uh, these were based on recordings uh, of uh, Clinton between, uh, uh, you know, the, he talked about uh, troops in Somalia. He talked about free trade agreements. He talked about Bosnia, talked about embargo of Cuba. Uh, and, uh, you know, many other things. And the National Archives and Records Administration was never given the recordings. And as Mr. Branch tells it, uh, Mr. Clinton hid him in his sock drawer to keep him away from the public and took him with him when he left office. So Judicial Watch uh, sent a Freedom of Information Act to the uh, National Archives for the tapes. The agency responded that the tapes were Mr. Clinton's personal records and therefore not subject to the Presidential Records Act or the Freedom of Information Act. Well, they sued in court. Uh, to declare the audio tapes to be presidential records. And because they weren't currently in the uh, archive's possession, compel the government to get them. So two judges, uh, Shane, two, not one. There's a president for this. Judge, uh, Judge Amy uh, Berman Jackson said, since the president is completely entrusted with the management of even the disposal of presidential records, during his time in office, it would be difficult for this court to conclude that Congress intended that he have less authority to do what he pleases with, with uh, what he considers to be his personal records. And another judge, um, Judge Jackson, uh, well, Judge Jackson uh, added to the uh, uh, Freedom of Information Act, uh, or the Presidential Records Act, rather, contains no provision obligating or even permitting the archivist to assume control over records that the president categorized and filed separately as personal records. At the conclusion of the president's term, the archivist only assumes responsibility for the president's records uh, that are left after he leaves the White House. So as of noon on uh, January 2021, Whatever remained in the White House was presidential records. Whatever was taken by Mr. Trump wasn't. That was the position of the Justice Department in 2010 and the ruling by Judge Jackson in 2012. So there you go. So if the... Well, the important thing, the, the important thing is that uh, Trump's, Trump's uh, lawyers will use both these precedences as reasons for dismissal of these claims. But yeah, the, the other thing that I find which is sadly important, is that uh, there is no issue about uh, 
Obama and, and the data that he, he he took most a lot he did return, but a lot he kept. But it's interesting to know the government had to go to court against the Clintons for furniture and artwork that they decided they wanted to take, <laughs> well. which of course all belongs to the Smithsonian Institute, right? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, of course they were ordered they they were ordered to return it, and uh, uh, what what they had celebrated publicly in their homes homes I say mm-hmm. uh, were returned, but. Several pieces of art didn't seem to uh, be returned, and they claim they never took them. Yeah. Well, what can I say? Uh, but uh, anyway, getting we back can't to say the... anything. It's just precedent procedure. That's all. Yeah. That's what to be. Well, that's what's important to say. Yeah. Well, getting back to this sock drawer deal. Uh, uh, a de- yeah, a, de- a decade later, the government should never have gone searching for p- potential presidential records, nor should it forcibly take a records from Mr. Trump. The government should lose U.S. versus Trump. If the court decides otherwise, I want those Clinton tapes. So that's, that's, right. <laughs> that's, where, that's what the guy says. So. Uh, from our text line, 406-478-8298, read the indictment. The charge against Trump are damning, really damning. And I would agree with that. They are damning because uh, they have these tapes of uh, of Trump uh, uh, discussing uh, classified material with people who don't have classified uh, uh, whatever things. Well, they have to go through an example of each and every one of those conversations, and mm-hmm. then they have to attach them specifically to a document, and then there has to be a ter- determination if he had declassified it, because mm-hmm. if he declassified it, he can talk to anybody who wants about him. Yeah. From our text line, 478. And, and oh, by the way, the big the big word here was um, what damage, what harm was done. Yeah. They, they have to prove harm. They, they got to say this this created this harm or did this damage Yeah, for, for that to have any viable claim of, uh, of mm-hmm. guilt. Yeah. The actually, the accusations, uh, are there, but, uh, is the, is the, uh, smoking gun there somewhere. So we'll find <laughs> out, uh, after the 2024 election, when this finally goes to trial, probably. So, <laughs> I'm listening via the KMMS app on my phone. The broadcast stream is good. No need to complain. Doing so only detracts from your show. Well, we didn't know up until about five minutes before the show if we were even going to be on the air. So uh, that's why we were uh, kind of uh, making a little fun. Well, we're not complaining. We're re- regrettably yeah. having to inform. That's, yeah. that's, that's a public <laughs> service announcement. That's a good thing, yeah. Eagle Man. <laughs> Yeah, Biden wants to uh, spend $1 billion on a solar facility in Angola. Why Angola? Well, because uh, the sun shines more in Angola than anywhere else in the world, I guess. So is that right, Shane? You would know. <laughs> That's right. But we've talked about this uh, both on our podcast and on this show that mm-hmm. this is a waste of, of money. Mm-hmm. Um, solar arrays have a, a, a life, you know, 20 years. Yeah. And the the trillions spent in the last 30 building them, um, any new ones being built have to replace the ones that, that are out there. So mm-hmm. it, they're not going to build any bigger or better ones. Uh, they're they're going to be yeah. you know, spending too much time now trying to replace ones that are dated and have to be replaced. But we're the mm-hmm. only ones that have told the world. Yeah, the uh, I don't know, this 
global warming has gone on way longer than I thought it would. Uh, you know, it's turning into the bug. Well, don't line. worry. We only have four years left. Huh? Well, I, I guess that's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, the 37-count uh, federal indictment against uh, President Trump is putting the Republican senators who endorsed him in an awkward position. They are sticking with the president, who is enormously popular with much of the GOP base, uh, uh, based uh, or despite the allegation that Trump mishandled classified documents and conspired to obstruct justice. But there are signs of anxiety even among his most staunch supporters who are focusing their fire on the Justice Department, a strategy that allows them to avoid a more direct defense of Trump's uh, specific actions. So, permission to use a hypothetical? Absolutely. Well, uh, they're floating impeachment claims now uh, Mm -hmm. in, in the House. Yeah. And several congressmen have filed letters of impeachment. If it comes to that, and, you know, there literally is a smoking gun, as you like to say, and mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how many Democrats, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, there would be a trial because the, the Republicans control the House, but it, it, it would be interesting to see how many Democrats, after a, a trial, uh, for, you know, on the assumption of a smoking gun, that would vote for impeachment, to, you know, to save their political butts. Well, Yeah. Well, because you, you, you know, if, if 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 the American people and the numbers showed that you know he should be impeached, but you know by polls, ha ha ha. Yeah. there are a lot of Democrats that you know they'll they'll throw anybody under the bus to stay in Congress for two more years. Oh, they will, no question about that. Yeah, it's that's uh, that's yeah. that's been more evident in the last two years uh, since yeah. Biden took office than ever before. From our text line, 478-8298, Biden was given a gun control speech in uh, Connecticut yesterday and concluded his diatribe with God save the queen, (laughs) then then tried to find his way off the stage. God save us from this corrupt, incompetent, uh, lying, feckless clown. Well, that was was in the same sentence he started out with, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be trying to do this until I'm 110. Yeah. And, and like you said, then he said, God save the queen. She, she's passed away. What an insult. I know, yeah. Several not months, just to her, but months to her ago, son, yeah. who's the new king. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that was, uh, yeah, that was a long, uh, that was. See, that, that's what he gets for not, for not going to the, 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 uh, the coronation, because obviously Jill didn't tell him. Oh, apparently yeah, not. Jill, a new king. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he doesn't know that. So, but yeah, the uh, the the Republicans need to walk kind of a well, they're walking a tightrope here. They're walking a fence line, I guess. <laughs> to decide yeah, what's going to happen here. Uh, many people, including me, Shane, uh, I I believe the Trump uh, uh, polls are inflated. Uh, I don't believe he has the popularity that the polls claim he does. But, um, you know, still, it's he's well ahead of uh, DeSantis and, you know, Haley and uh, some of the other folks that are in there, Scott and uh, Asia Hutchinson and some others. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, we talked about this a little bit on our podcast on Thursday about the reliability of these polls have kind of gone, gone south, I think, uh, particularly with the uh, Clinton, um, Trump election when uh, 
the night before, Hillary's 10 points ahead in every state that, uh, you know, was a swing state, and Trump ended up winning them all. But So. People do have a choice to not answer the polls, bang up on the pollsters, or tell them what they want to hear, too. Well, I think it comes down to the, if I contract with a pollster, uh, I would tell the pollster, uh, give me a poll preferable to uh, President Trump. That's what that's what I'm going to pay for. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's why I have, I have doubts. Have my doubts. <laughs> that uh, you know. The it's, Eagle it's, Man and his. Perpetual doubts. What a positive. That's it, man. I have, uh, I've got them, you know, so. (laughs) Well, you mentioned it earlier, Shane, Republican members of the House uh, are beginning to drop articles of impeachment against Joe Biden as the Justice Department has moved forward with indicting and prosecuting former President Donald Trump. The the front runner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination for documents Trump says he declassified before he left office. So, Republican of Tennessee, Andy Ogles, offered his articles of impeachment over an alleged bribery and pay-for-play scheme by President Biden uh, from his tenure as vice president from 2009 to 2017, whereas Biden allegedly took $5 million to have a Ukrainian prosecutor fired and for failing to secure the southern border. So... Do we know, well, Shane? Thing, we, we, when we talked about the records, the most important thing that people mm-hmm. learned, I did too, yeah. was that, you, you you know, you put up a banner on our, our uh, during our, uh, our our show and mm-hmm. stating that, you know, uh, Biden's files, 1,858 are docu- 1850 documents. Go boxes. Back he has boxes of documents. Yeah. But from 1973 to the present, that's a very strange reality. Yeah. Yeah, 1,850 boxes at the uh, University of Delaware who won't give them back, by the way. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) that shows you how much power the archives have. (laughs) They can't can't get the FBI to go into the University of Delaware and uh, get these 1,800 boxes and 400 gigabytes of... uh, of uh, recordings uh, that uh, they have there, so that uh, Biden gave them way back when. One of the thoughts is that they don't want to get them; they don't want them made public, is because um, the uh, Reed case, uh, where this Reed woman accused uh, Biden of sexual assault, and there may be some records of that in the university archives. So. We don't know, but the other anyway. issue too that we discovered this week from a whistleblower from the Justice Department and the IRS is is that the, they confirm now that the two things that the FBI document confirming the five million dollars paid to Biden and his son uh, Hunter from Ukraine, and secondly that there's uh, seventeen tapes that the Ukrainians are holding on, fifteen phone calls with uh, Hunter Biden and two with. Uh, your President Trump discussing these matters. So no, no one seems angry, anxious to investigate this, but uh, it, it was brought up last Friday. Of course, that was the same day they indicted Trump. 
So 350 minutes last Friday night on your national networks and, and cable sh- news shows about uh, Trump's indictment. Zero minutes about the, the investigation into the five million page of Biden and his son from Ukraine. That, that's that's worse than Watergate, right? Well, and nobody carried his speech either, uh, citing that it no. would be it would be full of lies and full of distortion. So we're not going to carry it. So. So there you go. Well, if it's full of lies and distortions, shouldn't you shouldn't you let people know that? Shouldn't what I uh, I'm incapable of tell of uh, of uh, recognizing a lie or a distortion when I hear it. Come on. Well, well the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing we talked about on Thursday was uh, where is where is the proof of Biden receiving this money? Um, because, you know, when he was asked about it, he said, well, where's the money? You know, he's, he's uh, made his tax returns public. Uh, I don't know if uh, his other family members have or not, but, uh, you know, he has made his public. So where's the money? You know, where's the $5 million? Well, you know, one, one, one interesting thing is, uh, which, of course, uh, Trump got in trouble, but uh, that's because he was pursued. Thirty third-party payments uh, for things like uh, maybe a car or maybe uh, a, cre- a third-party or mm-hmm. second-party credit card that you have, you don't report on your income tax because it's not income. It's just you know money you spend. Well, but you got to get the money to spend it. Well, not, not not if it's gratis. I mean, if someone buys you a car or. You know, or leases your car, but that's what well, that's they, income. They caught Trump on. <laughs> that's definitely income. Well, that's what they. I know, but that's what they got Trump on. So it, I know it, all these things will come into play, and we'll find out how it goes on Thursday at our show, our podcast. I mentioned the RICO Act, yeah. And uh, boy, under the RICO Act, if you look it up, Racketeering Act um, mm-hmm. that Giuliani used to take down the mob in New York. Uh, one, one of the specific aspects of the RICO Act is if. If you're indicted or you're charged uh, with any, uh, uh, you know, uh, felonies mm-hmm. under the RICO Act, you automatically forfeit assets because, it, it, you know, and, and they'll be returned if you're not found guilty. Mm-hmm. But until such end, the government can confiscate assets, mm-hmm. you know, homes, money, bank accounts. Well, the, the investigation and trial uh, occurs. And boy, that'd be devastating to the Biden family because they're all involved, buddy. <laughs> well, we'll see. Let's take a phone As they call. Say, the whole damn family. Let's take a phone call. 406 522 Talk is the number. Caller, thanks for waiting. You're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, good morning and happy Father's Day to all the people that are listening to well, thank you. Uh, yeah, to the program this morning. And uh, what a, I don't know, such strange weather. I'm telling you, I can't get over this. Yeah. But I, I just want to say that I'm not so concerned. It's called January, about, dear. Oh, I know. God, I don't know. But maybe it's all this junk that China's been putting up into the universe that's upsetting everything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just want to say, um, you know, this President Trump uh, indictment, I his lawyers can uh, prolong the trial until even after the uh, election in 2024, because it looks like he's got uh, the majority of uh, the vote right now. I heard as much as 64%. I don't know if that's, that's true or not. You know how polls go. 
But uh, I, I, I know I'm supporting him because I can see what's happening, and it's just not right. And I'm hoping that the Biden family do get uh, investigated and if found guilty that they do get arrested and they also uh, be placed on trial. And like you were saying, a lot of other assets could be confiscated. But what's worrying me now more than even uh, this, this Trump Trump indictment is what's going on uh, between Iran and the United States. The, You know, this, the Secretary of State Blinken and U.S. Uh, Senator, um, Democrat Senator from Massachusetts, uh, John Kerry, are cooking up this uh, uh, situation uh, that they're calling the freeze to unfreeze, which means that they're going to freeze um, Iran uh, and their nuclear weapon programs in order to give them $20 billion of frozen uh, Iranian assets that that we have here in the United States, and that that is just unbelievable. Because the kicker is is that they're supposed to use this twenty billion on humanitarian um, efforts, and you know the Iranian people are not humanitarian in any way. But that's extremely frightening, and I don't like them what they're doing uh, behind the backs of the American people because we have the right to know what's going on and. You know, it's so ridiculous because John Kerry says that um, Iran's no threat because they don't have the materials to make nuclear nuclear weapons. Well, that's that's so ridiculous because if you give them these billions of dollars, they can buy the materials from other countries like Russia and China. And uh, I don't know, it's just something very, very frightening, and I think we all need to really be on top of this. So other than that, have a great uh, weekend, uh, all you fathers out there. And I'll go fishing and, and whatever. All right. Thanks, Nancy. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. All right. Yeah. There we go. So, well, yeah, this, um, uh, I, <laughs> well, Trump's got three or four more trials to go through, right, Shane? I think we're going to talk about them when we come back. But <laughs> are you there? Well, yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got two more. He's got two. Uh, state issues in New York, mm-hmm. a state issue in Georgia, and then of course this federal issue yeah. in Florida. So yeah, he, he, but yeah. That, he that's been the whole case. I don't think there's been a period mm-hmm. since 2015 when he decided to run for president that he hasn't been under some form of investigation. <laughs> investigation. <Yeah>. And he and <laughs> and he was audited. He told that during during the election 2015 <laughs> You know, he's been under audit by the IRS for 20 years. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. He, he, he's been dealing with the U.S. government for yeah. the better part of 20 or 30 years. Well, we got to go. That's what I've always said. If the uh, IRS doesn't have a problem with his, with his returns, what am I going to find? So we'll be right back. So stay tuned. Nine minutes after the hour of, or seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday, June 17, 2023. Happy Father's Day to all our Father's Day out there. It's Bunker Hill Day. It's the world day to combat combat <laughs> desertification and drought. <laughs> I can't talk today. And it's also 190 shopping days until Christmas, Shane. So there we are. Almost there. Almost there. Well, as you know, the president had uh, celebrated Pride Month uh, with a group of folks on the White House lawn, and there was a couple uh, flare-ups, Shane. One was uh, flying the uh, Pride flag uh, where the American flag should have been, and also um, one of the participants, so one of the Pride participants, 
showing uh, a little more of themselves than uh, was necessary. So yeah, that was that, that was on the Truman balcony. It's a, it's at the back of the White House, facing south, drop mm-hmm. down, you know, where you can see the beautiful waters of the reflecting pool and the Washington Monument. And you know, there there is guidelines for usage of flags, but to distinguish it between two American flags um, is wrong. You, you're not to fly another flag to the right of the American flag. Yes. And so it, 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 it's one, again, it's one of these examples, in-your-face examples, of the, the administration's attitude towards American traditions and the, and the, and the American people. But yeah. they're gaming for what we've talked about on our podcast, the, the, these uh, transgender, uh, while small, 0.06 of your population, about 1.6, 1.7 million uh, strong as far as voters, right? And that's what they're after. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Republican Senator Roger Marshall introduced a bill on Wednesday, Flag Day, aimed at preventing government buildings from flying any flag other than the American flag. The bill, known as the One Flag for All Act, will make it legal to fly, drape, or display any flag other than the American flag on federal buildings or properties with limited exceptions. So... I would like to well, see that happen. fact for people to know. Uh, the, the flagpole on top of the Capitol building, um, 12 hours a day, Marines raise and, and uh, hold the flag for five minutes and bring it down, fold it up, and put it in a wooden case. You've seen these given at funerals and mm-hmm. state events to people. Sure. And uh, it's a, that's a prize for any senator um, yeah. who's entitled to... Uh, Gift them to uh, uh, constituents of the state, and, and uh, it, it's a great thing, your flag, because uh, there was a time that if you were in another country, all you had to do is look for an American flag, and you knew you were safe. Yeah. Well, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Joe uh, realized what was going on <laughs> at his at his thing. The uh, the uh, Woman, man, whatever it was, uh, did apologize and uh, said they were out of line for uh, showing more of their body than was necessary. Uh, but uh, still, it was done. It was done with kids there. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, this person is uh, is pretty much a complete idiot. Well, I wouldn't invite... I wouldn't invite this person to a party, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Well, they're banned for life from the White House, uh, from what I understand. So so apparently... Oh, uh, they identify as... So you're, you're saying this person identifies as a they? Well, uh, a... <laughs> A, Just kidding, Jonathan. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, you must have had the surgery because uh, you know she was and she he it was showing the top portion of their body. So, I I don't know. Uh, you know, I I'm not sure the de- the definitions, and I don't think I want to go into them here. Absolutely. <laughs> people riding around with kids in the car. I don't think uh, I want to go there. So uh, we're, Well, we'll... it's a sad example of deranged thinking that some people have to try and, uh, you know, yeah. try and pursue a political 
and and a personal idea. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's sort of sad. Yeah. Let's see if we've got a caller on the line. Caller, you are on with uh, Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, good morning. I am in California, and I can't get you on on my KMMS program here. So oh. uh, can you look at that? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, not at all. Your show on time. Can you please find out why I can't get you guys? I'm in California. In Antioch, California, right outside of um, San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to get to hear you guys some more today. I saw them. I haven't heard you at all. Okay. Could you please get uh, yeah, look into I, that? Thank uh, you. Hang on. Well, if you, uh, I know what's the problem. Uh, we yeah. are down. Internet is down uh, company wide, and they are working on it. Uh, you oh. you will be able to rehear the show at kmmsam.com. Click on Tom and Shane's podcast. It'll be up about a half hour after the show finishes, so you can hear the entire show. I'm going to. I'm definitely going to do that. All right. You guys have a great well, day. Well, before you hang up, before you hang up, do you think that uh, uh, your governor did well on Hannity this week, if you saw it? Or better yet, do you think he should run for, for president? Here in California? Yeah. Yeah, your, your, governor your governor was on with Hannity uh, last couple nights. I, I, I did not know he was on there with Hannity. Yeah. So do you think I, he I should run for president? Um. I don't think so. No. no. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I don't yeah. hope not, at least. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, catch us on kmmsam.com. <laughs> thanks. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right. Well, boy, uh, it shows you the power we have, Shane, when people in California <laughs> miss us. <laughs> we- well, well, I, I have the show on... Uh, <laughs> On one of my uh, files, and I'm listening to it. I yeah. can hear fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what's going on with. Um, uh, yeah. When I came in this morning, we had no internet, uh, and uh, we don't have. Uh, I can't see Shane this morning because uh, Skype's not working. So they are. Uh, I text the engineer. He said that uh, this is a, co- a company wide thing, so it's not just here in Bozeman. It's all over the. Uh, all over the state, all over the country, and they are working on it. So uh, they did get the app working, apparently, I guess. But um, so uh, maybe uh, maybe in certain areas uh, the app uh, isn't working. So we apologize for that. But uh, they are they are aware of it, and they are working on it. So so there you go. That's good. Yeah. Well, as long as we're on the. Uh, <laughs> As long as we're on the pride thing, Shane. Uh, Wisconsin County uh, considers sanctuary status for transgender kids. So, in other words, if you want if you want to mutilate your child, uh, you can do it in Dane County in uh, Wisconsin. That's the uh, that's where the state capital of Madison is, and uh, they will vote on a resolution declaring Dane County a sanctuary for trans and non-binary individuals at the county board meeting this Thursday. I guess that was uh, yes or day before yesterday, after it was referred to the executive committee earlier this month. So they, uh, you can take your kids and have them mutilated in Wisconsin, if you like. I guess that's a state you want to visit in an RV, right? I, I suppose so. Well, uh, former home of the Milwaukee Braves and now the Atlanta Braves, of course. 
Now, the uh, Board of Supervisors firmly states its commitment to protect transgender and non-binary individuals and believes that access to health care is a fundamental right and all people in Dane County and the state of Wisconsin should have access to all health care, including gender-affirming care. Or, as we like to call it, gender mutation, mut- uh, mut- <laughs> uh, whatever it is. Well, the Mutilation. man called that called it. You know, uh, uh, abortion was on the the, the 2020 election, yep. 2022 election, mm-hmm. and now you're going to have the transgender on as well. And those those two issues will be interesting to see how down ballot voting goes in individual states because the majority of states right now, as you know, are controlled by Republicans. So we'll, we'll see where, where all mm-hmm. this rides, right? Well, that's where we're going with it. Uh, it's it's going to be an issue, and I I think the Republicans are in uh, are in trouble of losing both the House and the Senate because both abortion and trans uh, situations are. I mean, they're going to be forced into people's brains between now and twenty twenty four. Well, they already are. But that's well, I mean, they're going to be even more as yeah, as we get closer to the election. So. So yeah, that's a that's a no brainer. I mean, that's that's just that's going to happen for sure. So yeah, it's um, it's not going to be. It, I I I don't understand how people can go along with this. Uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, uh, what are they the uh, the ladies of perpetual uh, indulgence or whatever or whatever they're called. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, did you happen to see that, Shane? No, I have no interest in watching it. Okay. Well, I watched it last night. Um, and the interesting thing about them, you know, they were on the field and they were honoring them and they were listing all the groups that they support, uh, you know, homeless children and food banks and all this other stuff. But the interesting thing was... There was nobody in the stand, Shane. I mean, there's nobody in the outfield. There's nobody in the lower deck. Uh, I mean, there was nobody in the seats at all. I mean, there was there. They did a pan of the stadium, and there was nobody there. I mean, I mean it makes no much. sense that baseball, baseball is just a ritual in America. And yeah, you'd think that after what they saw the NFL do and the NBA did. To, to ruin their brand because of taking these type of political positions, and uh, baseball is the one that you know it's mm-hmm. as expensive to run a baseball team as it is to run a football team or mm-hmm. a basketball team. Like it's a billion dollar industry. Well, why would you want to ruin a billion dollar industry? Well, that's you know you're in California for one thing, Shane, and you're in Los Angeles, so uh, you know I mean. Uh, you you can't not do it, I don't think, in Los Angeles. So. Well, the amazing thing, too, is that this weekend, of course, the U.S. Open because it's Father's Day weekend, and for the first time in the history of the, the championship, 75 years, mm-hmm. it's being held in, in Los Angeles. So uh, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see today and tomorrow, because you usually catch it on TV, how big the crowds are for it. Usually it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big banner thing but it'll be interesting to see yeah it's the sisters of perpetual indulgence uh also called the order of perpetual indulgence 
they're a charity protest and street performance organization that, uh, you know, uh, uh, demeans the Catholic religion and, um, you know, just attention getting, uh, uh, I don't know what I, I, can't find the adjective, Shane, or the noun, either one. But look, under the First <laughs> Amendment, they have a right to it. They do to demonstrate, and but mm-hmm. to, to give them a platform for for a multi-billion-dollar industry to give them a platform, yeah, is uh, is very well. Um, under protest, they disinvited them, and then there was more protest, so they invited them back. So that gives you an idea. Look, that gives you an idea of the off. power of uh, you know of uh, of California or Los Angeles, at least. Um, and gives you an idea of the power of, of mm-hmm. the fans. Yeah. They boycotted it and didn't go. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway. You know, like people have done with CNN, they've changed the channel. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently uh, they did because uh, I don't know. You can, you can look it up on YouTube, uh, the Sisters of uh, Perpetual Indulgence. Uh, and uh, I think they panned the stadium. You could see how empty this place is. I mean, there's a lot of people cheering for them when they're introduced, but I think all of them were somewhere near the uh, public address system. Um, so, but outside the stadium, there were thousands of protesters, uh, Christian protesters. So, All right. Uh, from our text line, 406-478-8298. While solar panels last 20 years, the power inverters only last five years, according to testing at the University of Arizona, Shane. So there you are. So you get five yeah. years out of your thing. Uh, Chris Christie was aw- was awesome. Uh, called out Trump's lies. Um, yeah, I've always liked Christie. He'd be a he'd be okay with me if he decided to jump in there. Trump can't even get a lawyer. It's that bad. You can thank Trump for tearing up the Iran deal. They are now making nukes. Well, where's the other uh, five uh, uh, countries that were in that same agreement who are still in it? What are they doing? Well, and 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 that's an unfair unfair and wrong comment that you can't find lawyers. That's not, not, look, this case is is a, a difficult one. Because it involves government documents, so yeah. you have to find lawyers that first of all know the the law. Yeah, and then second of all, the lawyers have to have clearance and, and uh, or and or be cleared by both the uh, you know the security services in your country and the Department of Justice. So uh, it, it, it's unfounded. Of course, he has a team of lawyers that, that are representing him. But uh, everybody's got to be clear because they've got to review all these documents before there can be a trial. So that's mm-hmm. why it won't be until after the election. Well, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a while. Yeah, you got to find uh, you got to find somebody who is the uh, who knows this stuff. Um, uh-huh. You know, because otherwise you don't otherwise you don't have a fair uh, defense. That's right. Hmm. And the government has to authorize them to have the right to review and read these documents. Yeah. All right. From our text line, 406-478-8298, how do you know the IRS doesn't have a problem with Trump taxes? Do they make that public? Well, Willie Nelson, uh, Wesley Snipes, 
Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, they make it public. <laughs> and Trump's too. They, they did. I don't know yeah. why these people don't know their own history, but well, and the other thing that, too that, that, that uh, Nixon was the first. I believe to release tax returns while in office. All the other presidents didn't release their tax returns until they were out of office. So. Well, that's right, and, and one of the reasons, of course, Nixon did that was because the uh, Kennedy family was so wealthy, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't want to give up uh, any personal yeah. tax in- information about the family and, or where their wealth came from. Yeah. So he thought that would be a. a uh, mm-hmm. The right thing to do politically, in, in because it was such a tight tight election in 1960. Yeah. From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone. The menace from Ennis. I'm listening to the app. I haven't had any issue with your bloviating. <laughs> so. Thank you. <laughs> the menace from Ennis. All right. <laughs> happy. Like- Happy to have you on board. So uh, we, we thank you so much for listening. So, well, uh, AI is another thing that's uh, come to light, Shane. Uh, it's been in the news lately, AI stocks. Uh, Microsoft's getting into it. All these people are getting into it. And uh, AI voices are used to scam people. Uh, people record things on Facebook and post them on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And uh, people are able to uh, take these voices and, through artificial intelligence, make them sound real and uh, use them to scam uh, seniors that, uh, you know, my nephew's in jail in Mexico or, you know, (laughs) we need bail money or something like that. So, uh, it's... Well, I'm sure the Chinese love it because, you know, they see AI in this situation, social networking and so forth. As another way for, to tear apart, you know, both our countries and our political, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that you know our political um, situation. Uh, you, you know, th- there's enough false information on social networking as it is, and this will only complicate it. Um, yeah. at, by, at the end of the day, and we'll know within less than two years, we're going to find out how how dangerous AI is in that regard, but more importantly, how damaging it is on a global basis for economies and replacing people's jobs and everything. One of the most fascinating ones that we talked about on our podcast was a company that developed an AI program, an algorithm for drive-through windows at rest, you know, for you know, fast food, fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because now the order, all the order takers are going to be replaced by AI. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, that's several hundred thousand people. Yeah, know, yeah, uh, a million people easily on a global basis. When you look at mm-hmm. how large you, you know your <coughs> fast food uh, industry is uh, globally, not and you know, it's just it's a yeah. huge industry. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, at one time, it took 20 guys uh, all day to dig a basement for a house. Now they do it with a backhoe. Where'd the 20 guys with shovels go? They went somewhere. They, they, went, they did something they else. They went to work at McDonald's. Uh, apparently. They went to work at McDonald's. They must they, have. You know, taking yeah. orders in the drive through <laughs> Okay. So, um, yeah. So the, the backhoe guy, AI, will be uh, directing the backhoe. 
uh, in the future. So <laughs> we, we won't need the guy uh, on the backhoe at all. Nope, that's true. So, all we need are the uh, GPS coordinates of where the basement's supposed to be, and boom, <laughs> piece of cake. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> well, in other news, the Supreme Court set to rule any day on a case that could prevent universities from considering race as a factor in their admissions process. This is against uh, Harvard University and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, Shane. And uh, we'll talk about that, I guess, when we come back. So All right, more to do on that. Uh, let's see some other things we got to talk about while we're here. Uh, well, uh, Montana tax rebates are going to start uh, going out in July. We'll tell you how to get your rebate. And Montana Republicans won't litigate new districting, a redistricting plan. We want to talk about that. And almost half of the states uh, will recognize Juneteenth as an official public holiday. So half will, half won't. So we'll be back to talk about all of that when we return. So stay tuned. A lot more Tom and Shane to come. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It is Saturday. It's June 17th. It's 2023. It's Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there. And thanks for all the work you do in raising the uh, rug rats of uh, today. So we're happy to have you guys along with us. Uh, we are talking about the Supreme Court um uh, they have an uh, issue with uh, mission uh, processes uh, at Harvard and the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Uh, they, uh, this is brought by the conservative group Students for Fair Admissions, which has argued the school's admission process have discriminated, discriminated against white and Asian American applicants. So, in other words, if uh, a white person is... Uh, is qualified to uh, go to Harvard or, or uh, Carolina, uh, they may be uh, denied in favor of someone of color or Asian persuasion or or not. So that's the rift, uh, Shane. Well, this has gone on for years. It, it, yeah. the, the predicate has always been that it's not first come first serve, or the bet, you know merit mm -hmm. merit always wins. They have a twenty seven billion dollar endowment at, at Harvard, so clearly uh, uh, anyone that's uh, providing money for the endowment probably has a bigger say, uh, you know, as to someone coming to Harvard yeah. like a family member <laughs> than somebody else. And uh, the, the interesting aspect of what is what's the title thirty two for women? What title nine? You mean title nine in, in for sports? Women. Yeah, it, 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 in sports, you would have thought that, that your Democratic Party, sometime in the last fifty years, would have done something to alleviate the situation in in uh, in the higher education. But no way, we're, we're not going to do that. Well, they they no. they did. They did affirmative action. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah, but. Apparently, it didn't quite work for people wanting to get into, you know, your your the big seven, so to speak. Right? Yeah, Harvard and Yale and so forth. Yeah. Well, the admission process looks different at every college, with some taking uh, race and ethnicity into consideration, while others do not. 
Uh, schools are already limited on using uh, race-based admissions after previous Supreme Court cases that it, uh, its consideration had to be specifically tailored to each individual, and there would be no quotas to have students of certain backgrounds. So you can't you can't say I have to have X number of blacks or Asians or Eskimos or uh, Swahili's or whatever, you know. So. Well, the old the old sailing, liar, liar, diploma on fire. That's it. If the Supreme Court rules against Harvard and UNC, any school that uses race or ethnicity as a boost on a person's application will immediately have to stop that practice. Many will be looking at race-neutral ways to support diversity in their admissions, and that's going to open the doors to white-only universities, Shane. Yeah. Also, class action suits against these universities with these massive endowment funds. And it's going to be interesting to see how much of a hit they take. I would, uh, yeah. Well, of course, the opponents, uh, as I just said, uh, states that have banned affirmative action in college admission have seen drops in minority enrollment. Uh, depending on how the court rules, the opponents believe it could also limit minorities in their applications by having to hide who they are and what types of ob- obstacles they have paced, faced in life uh, due to their background. So that's where you find Oh, so we're talking about edu- educational racism. Exactly. That's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much where we're going. So. That's where it is. <laughs> Well, Happy New Year. Uh, Guess what? You're going to get money uh, coming in July. Uh, Montana Republican-controlled legislature directed hundreds of millions of dollars from the state's budget surplus, $899 million, almost a billion, Shane, uh, toward income and property tax rebates during its 2023 session and... Lawmakers passed two buckets of rebates, one on income taxes and the other on property taxes. So if you're a full-time Montana resident who paid your state taxes on 2020 and 2021 on time, you should receive a rebate of up to $1,250 for your 2021 taxes. If you meet those requirements but paid less than $1,250 in taxes, you uh, should get your entire payment refunded, whatever was less than twelve hundred and fifty bucks. So, and if you're a married, if you're a married couple, you get twenty five hundred back. Go ahead. It's a great thing because these uh, governors that got money from COVID, as you know, mm-hmm. um, in the new budget that just passed, they they have a a, a claim in in that document that. The government is going to reclaim unspent COVID money. So it's quite fascinating to see because across the board, both Democrat and Republican governors across the country are quickly finding ways to spend it. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. So, but only interesting, only Republican governors are giving it back to the people in in the case in your state because of property taxes. But, uh, you know, other governors are using other ways to give it back. Um, DeSantis does, did the same thing with property taxes in Florida, but uh, the contrast is all the woke, you know, blue states are, are spending it on social needs. That's true. Social programs. 
Well, the law specifies that taxpayers who didn't file taxes for full or part-year residents in 2020 or who paid their 2021 or 2020 taxes late, if you were late, you ain't eligible for a rebate. So uh, uh, homeowners are eligible for up to 675 a year on their 2022 and 2023 property taxes on their principal residence defined as a place where you've lived for at least seven months of the year. If you paid less than seven, uh, 675 in property taxes in either year, you'll be eligible for a refund of whatever the payment was. So That's a good thing again. Yeah. yeah. That one you have to, re, uh, that one you have to apply for, uh, you got to apply for it. Uh, and, uh, I'll put the link, uh, where to apply in our, uh, on our uh, replays. Um, and if anybody wants to email me, just put rebate in the uh, email, uh, Tom at um, KMMSAM.com. Don't forget the AM, Tom at KMMSAM.com. And I will be happy to send you the link to all the info on how to get your rebate. Um, all resident taxpayers, regardless of ownership status, qualify for the income tax rebates. The property tax rebates, however, are only available to homeowners for taxes paid on their principal residence, while landlords typically use a portion of renters' housing payments to pay property taxes on rental properties. The legislature didn't make property tax rebates available for homes that aren't owner-occupied. So, there you go. There you are. So... Money back from your government. Wow. Is Montana a great place or what? <laughs> and also speaking of that, uh, the, uh, the uh, Montana Republican Party will not mount a legal challenge to the redistricting plan uh, adopted by the state's redistricting of an apportionment uh, commission earlier this year. And... Uh, there are, uh, there are about 100 districts in uh, Montana, and 60 of those are going to be uh, mostly Republican. 40 will be mostly Democrats. But it could change the uh, veto-proof um, Republican mon- uh, majority that we have now, Shane, that, um, the average, uh, average election year. So uh, Republicans uh, could, uh, could lose some seats. Well, it's a pretty blue state. I don't see uh, you losing control of the governor's seat or other major, mm-hmm. you know, positions in in the administration side of your state. So, uh, mm-hmm. supermajority isn't necessary. they're not going to override a, a, a Republican governor's veto. I don't think anyway. So. Well, they did override a couple of uh, GN40's vetoes, I believe, but. Uh... Well, they have, but yeah. I'm just saying generally speaking. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah, Republicans uh, hold two-third majority in the House and the Senate here, so the new maps could, in theory, uh, cost a handful of seats in upcoming elections, though they likely would allow the GOP to maintain a sizable majority. So it just depends on... It, it, a lot of it is going to depend, again, Shane, on um, what Montana decides to do about abortion. I don't think they're going to change much. Uh, our abortion laws have been pretty lenient, I think. Um, but um, um, I, I haven't heard a lot 
from the legislature as sort of anything they changed or whatever. So, well, I I think it's always been a standard position of most states, Republican or Democrat, since mm-hmm. Roe versus yeah. Wade was first enacted about incest yeah. and rape and and the danger to the mother that abortion should be considered and allowed. So yeah. uh, I don't think most people even of faith have uh, have a difficulty with those choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Iran deal requires all countries. When Trump left, it was void. No, it wasn't void. It wasn't void. <laughs> great, great stable genius. No, no leverage. It wasn't void. The other countries are still enforced. No, Hunter Wesley uh, made uh, tax problems public, uh, not the IRS. You think that is public info? I have a bridge to sell you. Well, uh, Hunter certainly was. Uh, I know yeah. that because <laughs> his attorney paid it. So mm-hmm. whether and if Trump had a uh, had a deal, you're going to tell me the New York Times and Washington Post wouldn't know that. Or heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying I can just ask the uh, uh, IRS about time you got off, and, uh, uh, and uh, it'll tell me he's got tax problems. Uh, we hate say social programs. People suck. Spend it on the military. Well, as far as the uh, as far as the tax thing from the IRS. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe Trump has been charged with any tax evasion. Uh, that would be public. So well, it certainly, it certainly will. And, yeah, but, but you know, the big argument in 2016 during the, the campaign was that he, you know, used uh, tax write-offs uh, with regards to real estate because that's what mm-hmm. his family yeah. did. Yeah. But in the in the debate, he admitted, that, of course, I did. I'm going to use whatever a lot and allowable sure. and if the government's le- legally said I can so I didn't break any rules and uh, you know they, they tried to come up with some crazy claim that things were undervalued or overvalued for tax purposes and guess what at the end of the day he paid his taxes no, none of that was true so I, <laughs> you, you know what, what they came off on was mm-hmm. that guy that did his accounting for him internally uh, and been with him for you know like over 20 years mm-hmm. you know the he paid for his housing and, and a car and yeah and also put his family through college and they said well wow that should have you know those those are taxable items and yeah well the guy had to go to jail because of it and that, that's a regrettable thing he was in his 70s from our text line, 406-478-8298, when Biden's fascist jackboot thugs from the FBI compounding on my door for being a conservative, I'll be ready. In other words, being old, the threat of spending the rest of your life in prison isn't too scary. Semper Fi. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel, you know. Hey, <laughs> three squares a day and a place to sleep, and uh, I'm too old to be sexually attractive, so... <laughs> I think I'm okay. And free TV. And free TV, yeah. And the internet. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, Donald Trump uh, 
sue to have his college records kept secret and sue to keep his tax returns secret. Do you honestly think the IRS would make any of that public if they were investigating him? Yeah, I do. I think they would. Of course they would. Of course they would. Do you know? Do you not know who's in charge of the Justice Department and the FBI and the IRS? Do you not know who's in charge of those of those entities? Do you think for ten seconds they're going to keep anything about Trump private, whether he sues or not? Give me a break, jeez. Wake up, smell the coffee. Well, that, you know that that's the other thing that's now running on social media quite widely and getting millions of views is that uh, the statement your president made uh, two weeks ago as you know at, at uh, one of his stops or you know one of his speeches where you know he said that uh, he's going to do everything he can to prevent uh, Trump from uh, being elected including uh, anything that he can legally do to prevent him from running as president so there you go. In his own words, once again, like Ukraine, there's a video. <laughs> Enjoy it. So true. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Somebody the other day was talking about, uh, well, you know, every time Trump wanted to play golf here, it's 300,000 bucks to put the, uh, uh, you know, put the IRS people up in uh, one of his hotels and uh, whatever. And I was thinking to myself, how many, how much taxes does a resort like that generate? The employees and everything there, how much property taxes, how much state and local taxes, federal taxes uh, does that resort pay? And you're bitching about putting a couple of IRS agents in, in a room in, the, in a hotel? I mean, give me a break. Well, that's right. And, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Trump family company or the corporation, Trump Corporation, is the cash cow. At the end of the day, after taxes, state, local, federal, $500 million a year in cash flow. Cash, cash, cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the only other thing you could compare to that is Berkshire Hathaway, and they generate $400 million a week. Yeah. So there you are. <laughs> yeah, where's your bitch about them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, looking at the map here, where state work- workers have June te- uh, Juneteenth as a paid holiday off, uh, Montana's not one of those. So I think uh, the uh, uh, the banks uh, may take it on themselves to pay their employees. Uh, but um, uh, according to this map I'm looking at, it's not a paid holiday in Montana, Wyoming, or North Dakota, Arizona, Kansas. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, or uh, any of those stupid states in the East. Yeah, well, it's interesting because your woke media will attack the the, the states that don't have it as a holiday, mm-hmm. but uh, they won't mention that. Of course, it's a recognition of Abraham Lincoln's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, claim uh, 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 announcement of. African Americans on mm-hmm. the fifteenth of June during the Civil War, but yeah. it, 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 he followed it up with the Thirteenth Amendment. So yeah. it's uh, mm-hmm. you know it's, it's one of those practical things that Americans should know about their, their country and their history, yeah. and uh, that that the Democratic Party, or as I call them, the Demolition Party, it, it, they've always been the party of 
of uh, racism. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a true fact. People have tried to talk about it for 20, 30 years, but mm-hmm. clearly it hasn't gotten to the Democrats mm-hmm. to keep supporting the, you know, the uh, most racist party in your history. I mean, in in uh, the 1932 elections, uh, you know, uh, which elected F- FDR, there were uh, 23 members of the House elected and seven senators, all that were members of or grandmasters of the KKK. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Robert Byrd was the biggest one from Virginia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, the f- the first year it was recognized uh, as an observance, uh, since we have California listeners, uh, 2003, uh, there's no listing of the first year it became a permanent state holiday. And the same with Montana. Uh, we recognized it in 2017, and we there's no... Uh, there's no first year listed as uh, a permanent state holiday. So uh, that's, uh, let's see, in California, state employees can choose to take uh, Juneteenth off in lieu of a personal holiday. And in Pennsylvania, the day is designated as an official annual observance and a paid day off for state employees under the governor's jurisdiction. And in North Carolina, some workers can choose to take a floating holiday on a day of cultural, religious, or personal significance, including Juneteenth. So, and the exception is Texas, where the holiday originated and where it also known as Emancipation Day. Juneteenth has been celebrated locally in Texas since the 1860s and became an official state holiday there in 1980. So, for all you Texans, down there, you little history for you. There you go. Yeah. Well, let's see. <laughs> the, let's talk about Ukraine for a little while, Shane. Uh, Ukraine's making oh, steady progress scary. in the counteroffensive it launched last month and has reclaimed several towns in the southeast. But its troops are taking heavy losses as they try to plow through entrenched Russian lines. Even with the losses, the incremental process of defying exceptions, given that Russia has had months to fortify its defense across the 600-mile front. Well, a war that goes on for 14 years ends up being trench warfare, which this is. (laughs) Any video you see, particularly on the BBC or other, other news, Gas those other countries yeah. about it. Uh, it it's all tr- trench warfare. It's back to World War One. So it's uh, it's one of these things that we learned about in uh, World War One, right? Uh, he he who has the last man standing is uh, the winner. Yeah, that's how that, it works. That's what it's going to come down. To. Yeah. Well, President Zelensky uh, said that uh, the ongoing operation is difficult but generally positive while also underscoring the immense stakes of the campaign. For Russia to lose this campaign to Ukraine, I would say actually means losing the war, Zelensky said. so. Well, worse than that, he said Ukraine lost to force U.S. to choose between collapse of NATO or world war. I, I mean, these are two demagogues, two Two dictators, Zelensky and, and Putin fighting, number one. Let, let, let's acknowledge that. 
It's been going on for 14 years. Let's acknowledge that. And uh, it, it's uh, it's only being backed by the, the Western powers, including your country, to weaken the uh, uh, Russian military. And, and uh, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, th- th- this isn't out. I, I can't believe he said this, but, you know, he decided to tell the truth. His whole goal here is to get uh, the, the world to fight Russia with him. And uh, oh, well, let's pray to God that doesn't happen, Thomas, especially with Father's Day tomorrow. We don't need any fathers, any more fathers dying in Europe. No, we don't. Well, Putin offered a contrasting view. Uh, he said the uh, adversary was not successful in any sector, uh, sectors, uh, Putin said. Uh, he also claimed at least 25% of the combat vehicles provided to Ukraine for the offensive were destroyed, including 160 battle tanks, more than 300 combat vehicles, while Russia suffered the loss of only 54 tanks. And the other thing that has come up with this, Shane, we're sending so much stuff to Ukraine. If uh, Taiwan should raise its ugly head, and we'll talk about that when we come back after the break here at the top of the hour, um, the uh, we may uh, have a hard time finding gunpowder shells and whatever if we have to go to, if we have to go defend Taiwan from China. So we'll talk about that when we return. So, hey, thanks for being here. Happy Father's Day to all the great fathers out there. We appreciate that very much. All you guys are working so hard to raise your kids and uh, make them uh, good uh, citizens of the the country. And, um, well, we will return. We've still got a full hour to go. So stay tuned. More Tom and Shane on the way right after the news. Seven minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. Mountain Time, it's Saturday. It's June 17th, 2023. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, happy to have you along with us. And uh, Shaman Tobin joins me, half man, half amazing, in Kamloops, Canada, of all places. He's in witness protection up there, I believe. And I guess he isn't with us, so <laughs> he may be in another room or something, so... Uh, we'll per- persevere on 406-478-8298 is our text line. You can text us anytime, anywhere. Uh, Bill Barr said if half of what's, uh, in the indictment is true, uh, Trump is a toast. Uh, so, uh, I suggest you read the indictment. It's very easy to read. It will change your view on Trump. Uh, well, uh, I know you've read it, Shane, and I have too. So, oh, yeah, it's not a. Not much. Uh, well, there is one thing I read in it, Shane. Uh, in July 2021, Trump National Golf Club in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey, uh, during an audio recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of staff, none of whom possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a plan of attack that Trump said uh, was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Uh, Trump said the individuals that the plan was highly confidential and secret. Trump also said, as president, I could have uh, declassified it, and now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. So that's one of the things in the uh, indictment that, uh, well, it's, that's not going to put him in jail for years, Uh, but... (laughs) <laughs> well, and, and you get back to the, you know, the, the 
the indictment itself and, and the federal charge. They have to prove the harm. Yeah, yeah, there has it's to all be old information. Yeah, there has to be intent or harm done to someone by someone. Uh, and, uh, of course, this doesn't have anything to do with the uh, Na- Presidential Records Act because there's no mention of it in the indictment. And uh, it's pretty easy to read. It's only 49 pages, so you could read well, it in I, a I couple think weeks. That look at this, I think if people that look at it objectively, you realize that what, what he's been under since 2015 mm-hmm. is basically an indictment after indictment by your federal government that, destroy him you know the busload of lawyers he's had over the years they you know they've told him you can't do this you shouldn't do that or that would be wrong or this isn't something that's legal and so they're going to have a pretty good uh, uh, issue in in court with this because I don't don't know how the government um, gets around uh, the fact that uh, there's no harm here, and and uh, these documents, most of them are irrelevant. They're all outdated, basically. Yeah. Well, another thing in the indictment, it says on uh, January 17, nearly one year after Trump left office and after months of demands by the National Archives and Records Administration for Trump to provide all missing presidential records, Trump provided only 15 boxes, which contained 197 documents with classification markings. Um, As we discovered earlier in the Clinton sock drawer incident, two Uh judges, two judges uh, said that uh, the archives have no right to uh, any documents uh, that the president decides are personal documents. So so I think they're going to throw those two things up. Uh, when um, you know when Trump goes to uh, goes to court, so we'll we'll see how that you know how that plays out. Plays so, out, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyone who hasn't read the Trump document uh, should not be trying to express their opinion. Well, I just read it to you, uh, some of it to you. So <laughs> give me a break. No, your listeners need to read it for themselves. Shane, reading anything is full of bias. <laughs> there, there you are. So. Good for you, Shane. When someone well, tells, I, I only, I only, I only express a bias when I see or hear one. Yeah. When someone tells you uh, don't read something, that's when you need to read the end, uh, the entitlement. He's, I think, I mean the indictment. Uh, autocorrect, probably. Um, Bill Barr said uh, if half of what is in the indictment uh, is tr- uh, that Trump is toast. I suggest you read the indictment. It's very easy to read. It will change your view on Trump. Trump admitted he had documents that he did not declassify. He also lied to his attorney as well as the government. It's obstruction charges. Uh, that's what he's facing. If Trump just returned the documents, he wouldn't have this problem. Well, the problem is he didn't have to return them. That's the problem. So, well, and the other problem they have is working with them to. Yeah. Go through them, and yeah. he followed all the directions of the FBI and uh, the archives as yeah. to securing mm-hmm. them, and, and uh, all the other examples that everyone's learned about from Clinton to Obama to Biden and so on and so on, Vice President mm-hmm. Pence, and nothing, yeah. no raids, no investigations. It's a uh, yeah. wow! It's a uh, 
Uh, yeah. the, the Department mm-hmm. of Justice is sort of self-indicting itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just read the first 15 pages. It's an easy read. Uh, it is an easy read. Uh, I suggest people read the indictment and not listen to somebody on the radio who has a bias. Well, uh, I would I would suggest also that you read it. Uh, let's see. Uh, the man had military secrets of our vulnerable uh, vulnerabilities uh, that is in the wrong hands, would kill soldiers and store them in a bathroom. We know this because of text from his own employees said so. Yeah, but because that same person won't say anything about Biden allowing the, the Chinese balloon to float across your entire country. Yeah. <laughs> Taking soundings of communications and pictures of yeah. clear installation and on and on, yeah, the, the hypocrisy is well. It's well, and don't impressive. don't forget the eighteen hundred and fifty boxes the uh, University of Delaware has uh, that they won't turn over to the archives, and that's from when he was a senator. He didn't have any business having any classified documents after office, so. And in his other homes, that that doesn't include yeah. the other dozens of yeah. uh, documents and boxes of do- mm-hmm. documents that now president has in his other homes, and no raids there. Yeah, yeah. Where where's the deal there? Well, you know, and, uh, so and I I would say the same thing about Pence. Pence doesn't have any any right to having documents as a vice president. He has he has declassification uh, power, but. Not while he's out of office. So it reminds one of that old Irish saying, you know, calling mm-hmm. the kettle black. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, let's see. Uh, well, they don't like you, Shane. They think you're biased. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> Only for good reason, though. Yeah, that's it. He did have to return them. They belong to the government, not Trump. He lied. No, they don't belong to the government. The two judges have already decided that whatever the president takes out of the White House after his uh, 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 term is done belongs to him. And whatever's left goes to the government. Uh, Pence didn't get raided because he returned them. <laughs> well, I wonder. I wonder if he refused to return them if he would have been raided. Uh, anybody with common sense knows Trump has the goods on all the crooked swamp people. They need to get rid of him before he puts them all in jail. Well, there you go. So that may be something to think about there. Well, it's a contradiction. <laughs> if I can make the statement, it's a contradiction to me as a foreigner looking at this. Yeah. You know, when you listen to the attorney generals that Trump hired and all the attorney generals going back 10 years, it, 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 it's a fascination for me to understand how they come to the conclusion of who to chase and who not to chase or who to charge or mm-hmm. who to indict. Yeah. Because I think a lot of Americans are finally looking at this and going, what is, they, is it twiddly winks? I mean, yeah. back sticks? What, 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 are they, what game are they playing to make? Are, are they rolling an eight ball around and seeing what it comes up 
eh? Yeah, <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> Very it, strange. It's decidedly so. <laughs> Well, the dark money group with ties to the Democrat Party launched Monday and will spend millions of dollars uh, throughout uh, the year to try and disbar, shame, and destroy the careers of 100 lawyers who work with President uh, Donald Trump. 65 Project will specifically target lawyers who worked on Trump's post-election lawsuits, uh, were linked to uh, January 6th, are a part of Trump's inner circle, the suits will be coupled with ad buys in key battleground states that lead up to the uh, 2024 election. Uh, states include Arizona, Michigan, Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and others. So there you are. Another way for the woke to deflect the attention on the Democratic Party and its members, your, yeah. you know, your president and the people. Uh, in his administration, that, that that's all this is. It's just misdirection. Yeah. Well, the Justice Department on Friday filed a motion seeking to block former President Trump from releasing any classified materials that will be shared with his legal team during his prosecution for the mishandling of records at Mar-a-Lago, noting that some are still being used in the course of their investigation. So I can't believe he can't share documents with his legal team, Shane. That seems a little... Well, that's absurd because anything that the federal government's prosecutors use under the law, common law, common case law, it's necessary evidence. If they're going to use it, they have to turn it over to his lawyers to look at. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like these people don't want Americans to understand the law or how it works or... And, and, you know, 90% of the people in your country never uh, face this matter. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot of people deal with, you know, speeding tickets yeah. or DWI or parking tickets or things of that nature. But that's day court and they go in and represent themselves. Yeah. So it, it, it's a great opportunity for uh, Trump to educate the American people about the legal system. All right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Uh, good morning, boys. Red right on John here. Happy Father's Day. All right, our fact checker. Our Happy Father's fact Day. Hello, right on John. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the people that are texting that in calling Shane Bias and, and you guys uh, just one-sided or whatever. Yeah, all you guys, when you're a radio host, you have to be open to both sides. So that's what they don't get, and they just realize, well, blah, blah, blah. But um, this morning, um, well, yesterday I had to go all the way up to Browning, and it was quite interesting, Shane, when you said uh, 25 square feet of grass uh, will help uh, or is enough oxygen produced for um, uh, one person. And going up to Browning, oh, my God, it's just nothing but rolling hills. I spent $100 in gas going up there and back. It's crazy. Um, the, in- the inverter, uh, I just talked with my buddy. I was down there helping him for a minute while you guys were chit-chatting on the line here. And uh, he's got an inverter because we do we work with RVs and everything. Uh, he's got a 30-year, and he also has a 20-year. But if you go to, uh, like, Harbor Freight, you might get two years out of uh, one of those. Um, let's see here. Uh, as far as the ammunition 
uh, possible shortages and going is, is that we did have uh, a bunch of shortages. And the reason for the shortages is uh, Russia made most of all the caps in the world uh, that go inside of each bullet, you know, regardless of the, uh, the caliber. And so if uh, Russia decides not to uh, send those caps on out, you can't fire your gun unless you go back to a flint lock. Um, uh, as uh, far as on federal lands, on federal buildings, I think that there should be only the POW, the state flag, and the American flag. That's it. No, nothing else. And then finally, you didn't mention it, but uh, when I started, you mentioned uh, Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Back, back in the day in the 80s, we used to call condom stocks. So I was wondering if they were raiding his uh, condom door or something like that. So <laughs> uh, I just thought that would be uh, just, just kind of uplifting and everything like that. And uh, it's raining a little bit down here. And uh, uh, hopefully I can get my motorhome up and running and, and uh, get back to work. So um, you guys have a great Mother's Day weekend. All right, we will. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. All right, what do you think, Shane? <laughs> well, it's a crazy thing for people to talk about, but I mean, the most amazing reality is the fact that the largest produced gun in the world is the AK-47. Rushnikov, <laughs> made by a Russian, hundred million in the world, and. And everybody yeah. is, you know, make makes the comments uh, about these issues, and that, they they should look at the numbers, and because why, Tom? Numbers don't lie. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, anyway, the uh, eighteen hundred and fifty boxes, uh, according to the AP, uh, the eighteen hundred and fifty boxes referred to those and claims are being falsely complicated with classified documents from Biden's time as vice president that have been found in other locations, such as former offices of Washington and his Delaware home. So it isn't the number of boxes, it's where they are. We're putting them all into one uh, all together. So there you go. Interesting. That that wasn't qualified in the indictment against Trump. Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh well, let's move on here. I don't know. I don't see anything worth uh, airtime there. Uh, Grassley. Uh, Grassley uh, is is uh, going after these guys. GOP allies of former Trump are digging dirt on President Biden and other Democrats amid the former president's indictment this week, uh, uh, turning to Senator Jeff Grassley of Ohio, Iowa, rather, uh, who uh, pushed claims about an influence peddling operation drawing uh, fierce denials from the White House. Well, they wouldn't admit to it. <laughs> well, no, I guess not. The, the unverified claims involving Biden and his son Hunter are murky, but are being aired by the 89-year-old Iowa Republican uh, who has invited, who was invited to give a presentation Wednesday to the Senate Republican Steering Committee about the claims made by an unnamed foreign national. And this is the guy that supposedly has the 17 recording, Shane, of... Uh, 
15 by uh, Biden and uh, two by Joe. Well, of course, he's what everybody likes to call a yeah. blower. Grassley doesn't have much to go on other than an FD-1023 form from the FBI stating that the unnamed foreign national claimed to have two recorded phone conversations with Vice President Biden and 15 with uh, Hunter Biden, revealing uh, what the Iowa Senate described as an alleged bribery scheme. And as I said on our uh, on our podcast Saturday, Shane, or uh, Thursday, rather, uh... What did Biden get the money for? What did his family get the money for? There's yeah. no smoking gun that says what the money was for. Yeah. But the, the important thing about this whistleblower, as we said, is uh, it, this is a guy that worked, has worked for the FBI for almost a decade and paid. I mean, the FBI has paid him because he was, uh, you know, plastic. Uh, provider of information for them that they relied on. So, I mean, here we go. Yeah. Down the rabbit hole. Well, <laughs> well, if we do have the recordings, and he claims they do, uh, so I guess somebody sooner or later is going to hear those. And, um, you know, they're either going to, they're either going to say what they say, or, you know, they're going to just, they're either going to discredit the president or, you know, they're a they're a nothing burger. Because so. whatever he said to Where's the meat? Whatever he said to Hunter doesn't count. Of course not. Yeah. And and, and the argument will be on Hunter's side is because he was high. Well, it'll be on it'll you know, it it, it could uh, result in him being prosecuted for something, but it's not gonna fall on Joe Biden's shoulders. Unless Joe did something you untoward. You wouldn't really expect that, would you? No, I wouldn't. So. Oh, let's see. What am I looking at here? So I guess the Igoramuses who say Shane is biased have no biases. Uh, that's from Anita, Shane. So Anita wants you to know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Anita. Yeah. Perfect example of tyranny of the right to any warrants in totality, which the AF, uh, ATF and IRS refused the gentleman in Great Falls. So. Uh, you quizzlings jumping for joy at the tyranny being exposed against Trump don't realize you will be at the top of the purge list. <laughs> so, there will be. Uh, let's see. To be a Republican now, you must believe in conspiracy theories. I believe Amanda ran a fake university, cheated uh, on all wives, stole from a children's charity, and uh, that crap goes on and on. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, what influence do you get from a former VP? Yeah. You got an awful lot of rumbling going on in your line, Shane. Well, I'm sorry, it's just a telephone. Well, yeah, I don't know what's going uh, on the there. Speaker, so. the, speaker, the microphone on it is picking up those sounds. It's a good yeah, it's kind of uh, sounds like you got a thunderstorm going on in the background. So <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Uh, sounds like you got somebody mumbling in the background. So you got your TV on or anything? <laughs> no. 
All right. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Maybe we can, uh, maybe I'll hang up and have you recall me. Uh, so, like, no, no, yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll take care of it during the break. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll be back. Hey, it's 1029, Saturday, June 17th, 2023. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We really appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back. We still got a full half hour to go, so don't go away. We will return right after the news. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's June 17, 2023. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We really appreciate you guys so much. Shame and Tobin, half man, half amazing, is on the line in Kamloops. And maybe the Bidens, not Joe, invested in global markets. How evil. What do you think, Shane? Okay. Uh, can you, <laughs> simple question, why would a vice president set up at least 20 shell corporations to move money? Well, that's a good question, I guess. Why would they, why would they do that? So, still getting muffled uh, response from you, Shane, so I'm going to hang up and have you call me back. All right, we'll see if uh, we can get Shane back on the back on the line with a clean uh clean <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh well it's uh yeah this this doj and fbi and irs and all of these things are just going to be uh going on and on and on as we as we move through here so i think we have shane back without the noise uh shane are you there I'm here. With no noise. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Yeah. Anything to keep the evil man happy. <laughs> I'm happy. So, <laughs> well, another thing that's come up, Shane, uh, you know, we have all these uh, Medicare drug price negotiations going on, and the U.S. pharmaceutical, Bristol Myers, on Friday became the latest organization to file a legal challenge against the Medicare drug price negotiation program uh, established by the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. The suit echoes complaints of Merrick and Company and the Chamber of Commerce alleging the IRA uh, provision that gives Medicare the power to negotiate drug prices is a violation of the First and Fifth Amendments. So what do you think? Well, look, this is really an anti-monopoly issue. You mm -hmm. know that. I know that. Yeah. The drug companies in your country have been overcharging Americans for 100 years while, while charging far less for the same drugs around the world. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's 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 a it's an ugly argument for them to want to take because it it doesn't look well. Well, it doesn't look well for them, that's for sure. Yeah, and then you know when when a lot of these drugs mm -hmm. patents or copyrights run out after anywhere from seven to fifteen years, mm -hmm. it, it, they've always had to deal with people that then can produce them elsewhere mm -hmm. and and be able to sell them for far less. One of the biggest problems is because of diabetes and and um, insulin. Mm -hmm. it, it's just a cruel thing that, that uh, American industry doesn't want to sell it at the cheapest price possible. I, I mean, mm -hmm. when, when you can, 
what costs you $50 a vial, cross over into Canada and, you know, get two for $35 Canadian yeah. with 30% less. Yeah. Uh, that That's a sad state of affairs. And, um, it's interesting mm-hmm. because your President Trump um, got the... Uh, um, got the law passed for some government agencies, particularly for veterans and and uh, people on Social Security and stuff, to uh, be able to buy these uh, medications uh, at a discount rate. Mm-hmm. Well, the the problem is, I can understand the pharmaceutical companies. They put a ton of money into research and development of these Shane because these things have to go through all kinds of tests. There's huge expenses. Uh, involved in all of these things, the testing, the trials, the, you know, on whoever they, whoever they test them on. But, uh, you know, once that, once that uh, research and development is uh, realized or uh, returned to the company through sales, then I think, um, you know, it's time to reevaluate the pricing of the product. And insulin was, you know, they they recovered their research and development on insulin decades ago. So I don't know the, you know, I, I realize it has to be kept refrigerated. It has to be, uh, you know, under very strict uh, conditions and things like that that will add to the cost. But, uh, you know, if the... Uh, and it still, has a shelf yeah, life. Yeah, and it has a shelf life, yeah. So, um, so that's where we, uh, yeah, that's where we are, so... Uh, let's see, uh, from our text line, 478-8298, maybe the Bidens, not Joe, invested in global markets. How evil. Yeah, that's that's looks like that may be some of the case. Uh, there's no evidence of Joe Biden setting up any corporations. Hunter, yes, but not Joe. And that would be true, too, because I don't think Joe has the first knowledge of how to set up anything. <laughs> Once you realize Trump is lying about everything, it all makes sense. Trump uh, has said General Kelly is stupid. Maybe Trump is the dumb one and all the rest who criticize him are smart. Well, that may be true. So put yourself where you belong. Well, that's why, you know, presidents rely on people in all the departments that they're responsible to run. Um Provide them with a, a good advice, not mm-hmm. not just the the individual secretaries that he nominates and are approved by the Senate, but the, the, you know the people below them that, that provide all the information. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's rather a, a, an important aspect of the presidency of being given good advice. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, This week, uh, Republican Brian Donalds, the Republican of Florida, tried to do the impossible after he and his colleagues presented a labyrinth of LLC shell companies and accounts used to funnel as much as $10 million to Biden family members. Donalds tried to induce the press to show some interest in the massive corruption scandal. For those in the press, this easy-picking and Pulitzer Prize-winning stuff right here, he said, so. Yeah, the 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 press is going to ignore this, Shane, for the foreseeable future. Well, of course they are. It's the same press that got Pulitzer awards for the phony stories they wrote about Trump, and mm-hmm. and uh, they're too proud, or I don't know, 
misguided to return them because they won't admit that the stories they wrote were false. But, it, you know, again, it's just one of these things about yeah. people's morals and mm-hmm. their willingness to be, uh, yeah. I don't know, just well, about themselves, yeah. not, you know, not about reality. The response was virtually immediate. Uh, Despite showing nine Biden family members allegedly receiving funds from corrupt uh, figures in Romania, China, and other countries, the New Republic quickly ran a story headlined, Republicans finally admit they have no incriminating evidence on Joe Biden. So, well, I I guess they don't have any on Joe, but they got it on them family members. Not directly yet, but uh, (laughs) certainly on the family, because guess who provided the information? Yeah. The Chinese government provided the, the banking records are from China. So I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we hate pharma- uh, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, they push vaccines that change DNA. Well, that may be. Yeah, yeah okay, Trump is, is dumb, a self-made uh, billionaire who became president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world. I should be so dumb. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> People think and Joe you Biden. Should be so un- you should be so uncorruptible because you made that money. Amen to he that. Yeah. Have, he doesn't need to have, take money or be bought off. And that's why they, that Washington and both parties dislike the guy. Because if we're all corrupt together, we, we, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it's sort we're of like. Okay, right? Remember when they w- wanted to impeach Clinton and the vote was coming up in the Senate? And he and he got on the phone and uh, you know it, this isn't made up. It's a true story. It's not a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. True. He yeah. basically got on the phone to all the Democratic and uh, senators and the Republican senators he he talked to and said, <laughs> "I go down, we all go down because I have stuff on all of us." So. Yeah. Well, there you are. Uh, people think Joe Biden is some genius criminal. I, he's not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> All Trump advisors are now idiots. Uh, he only hires the best until he fired them. So, uh, let's see well, if we have a caller. Anybody would, fire, anybody would fire a lawyer and accountant that gave him bad advice. But yeah. Why would you keep him on? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, do we have a caller on the line? Hello, caller. Are you there? I couldn't hear him. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Well, that's the one line that I've never got a, anybody on. So. Uh, Whoa. Call again. Oh, that, that, keep, that's the red. That's the that's the red phone. Thing, yeah. You know, keep trying. Phone. Yeah. Keep trying. Uh, uh, most of the R and D from the pharmaceutical involves uh, isolating effective drugs found in nature and changing them slightly to be able to patent their drug. No one knows the long term effect. Uh, uh, what that slight change uh, does to humans, in my humble opinion, and you'd be right about that because. Uh, uh, if you remember, thalidomide uh, was a highly touted drug that eventually uh, was found to cause birth defects. So yeah, we've had we've had our battles with uh, various drugs that uh, you know. Well, if you watch any of them on side uh, on uh, TV, the side effects they list are worse than <laughs> what you're taking them for. Yeah, that's the scary part. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's why you know they're referred to as generic generic medic medication mm. and uh, it, it's quite fascinating because when the, the medical industry finally came up with a, a manageable medication for the hiv virus which they did 
35 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, the cost of it was incredible. It was like five to $10,000 a month. But uh, that's never been an issue in our country because our medical system pays for all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone, what does the sculptory mean? <laughs> there you go, Sculptory means evidence, <laughs> evidence uh, discovered by uh, either a defense attorney or uh, you know, a yeah. prosecutor or mm-hmm. uh, another attorney representing the other side of, of, of evidence to be used in a court action or in court. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's evidence that has to be shared. So it's exculpatory because not sharing it would be, would be cause for dismissing the case. Numerous banks filed suspicious activity reports. Hunter's former business partner, Bob Alinsky, testified of Joe being the big guy. And he was immediately involved with Hunter's dealing with China and others. Now credible FBI whistleblower has evidence of $10 million of bribe money from Burisma in Ukraine. Man, what more evidence do you need? That's right. And and this is the result of the Patriot Act passed after 9-11. Because uh, prior to that, any hu- any person, American or foreigner, could carry any amount of money uh, in a briefcase. You can put it, you know, mm-hmm. any amount, uh, a million, two million, three million, a couple hundred grand, excuse me, <laughs> and uh, take it onto an airplane without declaring it. But as of the Patriot Act in 9-11, it was reduced to... $10,000. On top of that, the Patriot Act authorized the Treasury Department to investigate any transfer of funds of more than $10,000 because up until then, again, you could transfer any amount of money mm-hmm. uh, from uh, in or out of the United States without the Treasury Department knowing knowing specifically about it or having the right to investigate it. So that, that's the background on that that people should know. Well, yeah, and they uh, the government stopped making uh, $500,000 bills because of drug trafficking, of carrying money was easier if you got $500,000 bills. Precisely. So they went to $100 bills, and uh, the bigger denominations are only between banks. They can transfer uh, large denomination bills between banks. That's but, right, uh, 19, 1912, uh, 9, 9, uh, or 
Well, the economic disarray foisted on the American people under the Biden administration is driving away Hispanics at an alarming rate, with nearly 60% of Hispanic voters saying they disapprove of the job Joe Biden is doing as president. The latest CBS uh, YouGov poll shows Biden's disapproval rating among Hispanics has ticked up a full 7 percentage point in just a month, with 59% of Hispanic voters now saying they disapprove of the job Joe Biden is doing as president, up from 52% in May. So it's and this, this yeah. only comes two months after uh, polling showing that the African-American voters collapsed in support of the Democratic Party from mm-hmm. over 90% to just above 50 So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, both, both of these numbers are pretty important. Now, Hispanic voters now disapprove of uh, Biden as close to the same rates as whites do and could spell disaster for Democrats in the next election cycle. But I don't believe so because uh, transgender and abortion are going to be on the ballot, uh, whether they're physically there or not. So it's going to be a tough election in 2024 for uh, Republicans. Hey, fair call. You know, it's... uh... Like your call on North Korea and their their nuclear testing, it's all uh-huh. on behalf of China, and it's all Chinese mm-hmm. equipment. So yeah. we'll see how this this works out because it's uh, mm-hmm. it could be it could be the big change game changer, right? Yeah, well, it could be. Well, the Federal Reserve uh, halted increasing its uh, target interest rate chain uh, federal funds rate at five percent uh, to five point two five percent. As consumer inflation reported by the Bureau of Labor Statistics continues to slow down, now um, down to an elevated 4% the last 12 months. Uh, Last month it was 4.9%. What they're not telling you, Shane, is the 4.9% is on top of the 12% from the year before. (laughs) It isn't 8%. (laughs) The 4% didn't take the 12 down. It just, the inflation... uh, didn't increase as much as the 12% the year before. So that's why you're still paying uh, 370 for gas when it should be like 270. Well, it, it's that problem and the mortgage rates and, and both uh, residential mm-hmm. and commercial real estate issues because of it. But more importantly, your, you know, your federal reserve chairman and the committee realized that they've created a bubble now. Uh, the, the bobbleheads on TV are talking about the great 50 stocks, you know, that are holding the market up. The Dow's over 34. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the scary, the scary one is in Japan. The, the Nike is over 34,000. Uh, last, you know, the, the, that's 2,000 away from its high in '87 before it collapsed. So, so you've got this huge bubble on top of the bubble that created this, which was the as I call it, November of 2020, the earnings per share bubble. Now, now, now you have just a basic bubble of 50 stocks that mm-hmm. could cause real issues if they raise the bank rate. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes, but they're going to be forced to because you and I both know inflation is not at 4.5%. No, it is not. Uh, does the 4.9 on top of the 12 include commodities like gas or food? No, it doesn't, because those are world's commodities, not American commodities. So food and gasoline, energy is not included in inflation. 
or at least the inflation they report. There's, but real estate is, and yeah. when, when you listen to these people, they will. They have been saying for over nine months that there is a recession in the uh, real estate uh, market, both commercial and residential. Mm-hmm. And there's building is you know in in this area is in a recession, and there's several other areas of the economy that they'll acknowledge it. You know, well, this is a recessionary cycle here and there. But overall, oh no, 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 we're not in a recession. No, no, of course not. But. <laughs> Well, I've heard both uh, both things, uh, Shane, over the uh, over this past week. Uh, one says the uh, stock market is going to be the best stock market we've seen since 1999, and the other is uh, that uh, we're going to be in a serious depression by Christmas. So we we, <laughs> we seriously have that possibility. This week's mm-hmm. uh, Treasury auction on June 15th, 12. Uh, Twelve billion in nineteen year, eleven months at three and seven eighths interest bond, less than a four billion taken. I'll give you another example: uh, the four year ten, uh, the four year ten month bond, you know, is uh, nineteen billion they offered, and less than two and a half billion was taken. I mean, it, this is not. And that was offered at one and a quarter percent, but you can buy it better in the market. So yeah. you're, you're right back with this whole issue we started on last year in May about uh, your debt. No, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't sell debt, you can't finance the government. Yeah, that's it. Exculpatory, uh, tending to tending or serving to clear from uh, alleged fault or guilt. The DNA found at the crime scene proved to be exculpatory, it did not match that of the defendant, so he was acquitted. So there's your exculpatory. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. That's found to be the case with uh, a lot of uh, Supreme Court decisions uh, Mm -hmm. um, allowing that that Mm -hmm. this type of information, DNA in particular, uh, has to be shared Mm -hmm. because if the defense the government has a case, and there's no DNA to, that matches the person they're charging with, and mm-hmm. it's someone else's DNA. They, you know, clearly yeah. the guy they're charging isn't, isn't the guilty person. Yeah, inflation down to four percent from the ten percent when Trump left. Ten, ten, <laughs> Trump, Trump was nowhere near ten percent. He was nowhere near three percent inflation. No. I mean, get go look at the the Bureau of Labor Statistics. I get tired of saying this all the time. Dow at an all time high. Let's go, Brandon. The Dow is not at an all time high. When Trump left office, what's the what's the Dow today, Shane? Thirty two what? Thirty four. Thirty four. When when Trump yeah. left office in January of twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. No, twenty two was the midterms. When Trump left, yeah. Yeah, he lost yeah, okay. the 20 election in okay. 21. He was gone, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. in twenty January of 2021, the uh, Dow was at 39. So, please, it's not an all-time high, and Brandon didn't have anything to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. And Brandon doesn't have anything to do with inflation or unemployment. So, please, give me a break. That's right. So, I... 
I had, I, I, do I do I just have to? Should I just record a disclaimer, Shane, that we just play? You know that <laughs> when when Trump left office, the inflation rate was one point six, and then it went to three. Uh, the April uh, when Biden was elected, I don't know. Say goodbye, yeah. Shane. I will indeed be happy to be safe, everyone. Thank you, Thomas, my best friend forever. We really appreciate all the messages and phone calls. It's a great time to be alive. And remember, uh, live in the moment, live to work, and always care for and love your children, especially tomorrow, because they're going to love you. And uh, you you all have been great, folks. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Thomas. All right, man. Thanks Thanks for being here, Shane. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks to everybody. Happy Father's Day to all the great fathers out there. Uh, we hope you enjoy your, your day tomorrow uh, with uh, fun and fro- frolicky or whatever. And uh, to all you June 19thers, uh, enjoy Monday, and we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. I am out of here. <laughs>